Welcome to the Burkini Blues Podcast, a show dedicated to our fantasy football league as we continue our journey to obtain the coveted Burgundy jacket. I am Mackenzie Smith, joined tonight by league mates Colton Sullivan and Jordan Clark. Week four is in the books. Week five is underway with Tom Brady, Nick Foles. How's it going tonight? Uh, I was waiting on it. I was waiting on it. There it is. <laughs> I had a little bit of awkward silence, but I knew it was coming. Was that a little, was that a little tough to open? Get your, I was, get your I was trying to be there? a lot to the guy that freaking ruined my hopes and dreams <laughs> and my sober streak. You might notice now, I was on the first episode, and then I lost two times, and I haven't been on the show. I don't. I only come on when I win, because I don't want to come on and talk about these L's. Uh, what, a, what a disgrace. Freaking How do you feel? Score loser. How do you feel, Colton? I feel okay. I mean, it, it was – I know we've we've discussed it. There's been many talks about what ifs and, you know, yada, yada, so on and so forth. But no no person in their right mind would have started Robert Tanyan over Calvin Ridley. Uh, yep, yep. But your team is great, and you just keep getting shafted by people that decide to have the best, best, uh, best yep. week. Yep. The uh, the points against column this year for me is high. Oh, yeah. Points for column is also high, but yeah. the points against real. I high. mean, I was literally the highest score this week playing against you, and that's yeah. the highest score I've had all season so far. Colton, I think you have the highest points scored and the highest points scored against. You do, yes. yeah. Six hundred and sixteen points. Six hundred sixteen points for. 592 points against. And a little comparison, mine is 525 points for and 408 points against. And you're 2-2 two two versus 4-0. Oh. Yeah, yeah, 2-2 two two versus 4-0. Oh. Colton, I mean, you got to be – fighters right again. It's like right, right now you, you got to be still feeling pretty good just because, I mean, you just look at your team. It's Yeah, I it's am. I'm, I'm not upset about it, man. L's, L's are going to happen. And the one that happened between me and you last week is just one of those deals where it's it's fantasy football. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I don't know anything that I could have done different. I set a pretty good lineup. <clears throat> I mean, you could have started Tanyan. <laughs> I could have started Tanyan. And what see, if, a, man? A, another, another monkey wrench in my team last week, which I'm okay with it because I think it helps out with longevity, is I had, for the first time this season, Latavius Murray – and um, Alvin Kamara pretty much went toe-to-toe as far as points scored. And then with the Green Bay game, you also had Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon in the mix going up against Aaron Jones. That one was not near as lopsided, but, you know, Jamal Williams came up there. There was a lot of splitting time that came up. And I think that was just them trying to get other people in so that the number one guys didn't get hurt. So... Yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is for you, but you know you're you'll bounce back. Your team is your team is pretty good, but we will talk about matchups a little bit later. No scary Harry today. He is uh, he's uh, I hear he's in in the woods and on a beach and on another beach or something like that. I don't yeah, know. He, but is, he is in a he is in the woods on a beach at a at a beach somewhere in the woods. Yeah, but after we'll he got married. Congratulations again, Scary Harry. Easily justified. So we're going to try to make that happen without him. But um, I want to talk about this uh, COVID situation. And I hate I hate for this to be the topic of discussion each time. But I, just to kind of iron out maybe, and Hayden can approve this, kind of what we did the last week of how we're going to decide who which player – you know how you how you set your lineups for a game that you don't know is going to happen or not. Right. Um, and so last week it was decided maybe ten minutes before the game, um, and so that you know if you weren't paying attention that might I don't think it really made a difference for anybody. Obviously not because the game did happen, but this game this week this Tennessee and Buffalo game I don't think is happening, but it is on the schedule. Yeah, I'm kind of um, concerned that it's not going to happen. Right, <laughs> I think. So last week, I liked how how that was done, and then in our other league, we did the same thing. Right. Um, the issue with maybe being this week, and I would be fine with doing it again, but the Titans 
are involved again, right? And so it kind of yeah. depends on how the NFL handles it. If the NFL is going to say, okay, Titans and Bills game is not this week, we're just going to tack an extra week on the end of the season and they'll play then. Because now they've already used their bye week. So they can't really give two bye weeks. I mean, that's going to throw the whole schedule out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if if they do cl- just treat it as a second bye week, then doing it the same way is okay. The issue would be if the game is just either postponed, if the game is going to be tacked on to the end of the season, I think you'd, you could also do the same thing. But if the game is just forfeit, that's, that's what where, I was going to bring up. That's where it's kind of like maybe play uh, like the uh, commissioners should just take the risk because it's almost like if you have a player that's questionable, you don't know if they're going to be playing up until game time, and you don't get to get a backup player in that situation. You know what I mean? So this, but it's such an extreme circumstance. But this too. is a, this is a whole team. Versus... Right, but no one, no one has the whole team on their, right you know, on their um, roster. So I see both sides. I would be fine with doing it the same way, just letting people pick a backup. Um, I saw some, you know, ridiculous stuff. People throwing fits on like Twitter about it. It was like so many people. Some people were for, some people were against. It was just stupid. But um, that would be the only. I can like see that argument where it's like okay. I mean, if you know a player is questionable or if they're sick or whatever, you don't get to choose a backup player in that case. But this is such yeah. a more ex- extreme circumstance uh, that I would be fine with it either way. So that's, I mean, that is kind of, that's what I propose is that you, for the, if you have players, so for example, Hayden has Derrick Henry, um, I think. Yes, and, and I'll also have Josh Allen. So we're right. Both so, impacted. so let's say Josh Allen. You know, you you keep Josh Allen in your lineup for all the way up until Tuesday night. But before Sunday, before the first game starts on Sunday, you really probably should have been done before tonight, so all the games could be included. But um, make a mention of who you would play in place of Josh Allen. Um, and that way, if the Titans don't play, then you get the points for Josh Allen and not zero points for your quarterback. Right. Yeah. And, well, not, not, and not the points for Josh Allen, but the points for a quarterback that would be sitting on my bench. Right. That's what I mean. You get a, you get a Josh Allen, right? Yeah. My bad. That, that's I, what I, I meant. Was, Whoever... I was also trying to make sure that I fully understood what y'all were doing the other day because there was nothing in that that impacted me, so I didn't really pay that close attention right. to what y'all were doing. But I, I went back and read it, and I kind of assumed that's what y'all were going for, was like trying to line out, you know, hey, so-and-so would be playing in this spot for so-and-so if this yeah. game was to not happen. The only stipulation that I that I think this, and, and there may be argument against this, that I think should happen is that the player has to be on your team, yeah. not – so, that like, if you need way. a second quarterback, and Colton, if you don't have another quarterback other than Josh Allen, then you're going to have to drop someone and pick up a quarterback in order to say, I would play this quarterback in right. place of Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, I think for sure. Yeah. yeah. It, it, versus, it has, versus I would pick up random dude off waiver for yeah. Who, yeah. whoever, if that doesn't happen. Yeah, it, it needs yeah. to be somebody that is eligible to be on your team in your lineup at the at game time, not just somebody that you could have swagged off waivers in the event that they didn't play. And I think, too, kind of what I was saying earlier with how if, if it's going to be just a forfeit game and and if you have a player that's questionable, you know, you don't get a backup. But this is also different in the sense that it's Tuesday night. So – you don't yeah. usually you might have a guy on Sunday morning that start that plays at noon, but that's plenty of time to pivot to another player before the noon or before the three fifteen games or before you know all. But this is the last game of the week, so mm-hmm. you you need to know. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be someone else. In you that might be a hundred percent confident that they're going to be playing, and so you start Josh Allen, and then Tuesday morning titans have another positive covid test so they're like yeah, well, and then all of a sudden that game doesn't happen and now right you don't have and so that's yeah. that's the reason i do feel that's a good idea and it's not it's not that everybody gets a trophy mentality that i saw some people say on like twitter and stuff that you're just you're just giving people a chance to play their best players when they yeah. may not know if they're going to be actually playing a game like yeah. because the the fantasy owner manager whatever 
does not have control over which team COVID strikes. And COVID right. is not a part of fantasy football, even though present time it is because it's, it's impacting lineups and how you can set things up and when games are even being played or if they are even going to be played. And that's like all stuff that's outside of the whole control of being a fantasy manager. So I, I think it's a very fair thing to do to let people, you know, set it in stone before the games ever start. Hey, if Josh Allen does not play on Tuesday night, I want Derek Carr on my bench. And those are the points that I'll get. Yeah. And the only reason I said Derek Carr was because I looked at my screen and saw team shit asses and saw a Raiders logo. And that was the first thing that came to my mind. And it's no, very you, different. You called it. We're putting Derek Carr up for you. If, if Alan didn't play. <laughs> no, that's it. Colton gets Derek Carr. Hey, watch uh, Derek Carr get 75 points this week. <laughs> yeah, man. It's very different than the situation Antoine was in where like Cam Newton was on the COVID list. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, like you just got to pivot at that point. You know, you can't. Yeah, it was it was just Cam. It wasn't even the Patriots organization. It was just Cam. Well, luckily. Um, so anyway, I wanted to bring that up because that was important just to talk about. And if Hayden's all for it, then we can maybe do that yeah. this week. Oh, so similar, similar topic, kind of off topic to the to the Cam Patriots thing. Did y'all see the stuff that unfolded with the Saints before their game? No. Alvin Kamara sat next to a Saints player on the plane. There were four other players seated around him in his immediate area. And whenever they offloaded off of the plane at the facility for their game, this player, whatever his name was, unnamed fullback on the on the Saints roster, tested positive so Kamara was flagged and like three other offensive players were flagged and they all had to pass screens and then they were not going to let them play if that guy had a second positive test well at like I think that was a 325 game on Sunday or 315 game on Sunday at like 230 they announced that that guy tested negative and it was a false positive and Camaro yeah. was clear to play, and I was like, "Yeah, oh. no. <laughs> no, I wasn't following that at Cri- all." Crisis averted, and that was just something that rolled up like on a notification from some other. Like it, it didn't even come through Sleeper. Like I had to go Google Saints COVID outbreak, Alvin Kamara, and like I found clippings of like where people were talking about it, but it never came across Sleeper. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea. Um, all right, well, let's get into um. Some we'll do a little civilized, unscary, hairy uh, week four recap here. So, all right, um, this uh, it'll be a little different. Might be a little bit longer. Might be a little bit shorter. Dude's been a little long winded here lately. A little so. bit boring. Who knows? It might be really boring. A little bit boring. It's not going to be near as entertaining. But we're gonna we're gonna give it to you. So it'll definitely be quieter. <laughs> and I'm not planning on yelling. So, um, yeah, but. All right, well, why don't we, because it's at the top of the list here for me, um, and speaking of the man himself, let's talk about my matchup with the man, Scary Harry, uh, and Hayden. So uh, not maybe not really a lot to talk about here. Um, words of Scary Harry, on the other side of the ball here, just not a lot going on. Not a whole lot going on. Not a whole uh, lot going on. You know he's got he's got Pat Mahomes that's obviously going to show up, but I mean, what in the <laughs> what, what is what in the hell happened to the rest of his team? All these yeah. trades, man, they don't seem to be paying for paying out. Chubb hurt, and I mean that that Chubb, really is yeah. Chubb Chubb getting hurt really sucked. And then Daryl Henderson, I mean, he's he's looking so hot, and then freaking yeah, McVay, man, he just changes stuff up. Yeah, uh, Dalton Schultz hot tonight. Dalton Schultz is a good pickup. I, I don't trust Sammy Watkins with anything related to fantasy football. Um, it's just just a rough week. Maybe he bounces back this week, but uh, this, yeah, what a time. Um, I wonder if he watched any of those games last week. Does um, it say on your screen Pat Mahomes off roster? Did he yeah. trade him? Yeah, he, he yeah. traded Pat. Oh, where, who did he go to? to uh, that was this week. Hang on, yeah. hang on. Surprised I missed that. That was two. J Bell. Yep. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh my God. 
How? What? OBJ and David Johnson from J Bell for Pat Mahomes. Yep. Oh my J Bell is gonna annihilate this league, man. <laughs> we'll talk about him later on, though. My God. Uh yeah. So really the only thing I looked out on was uh the Nick Chubb injury. I guess really convenient that that paid off in more ways than one because I was playing Nick Chubb and then Kareem Hunt uh got to eat for the whole uh Whole game and then the bounce back from DJ Shark. Other than that, not a whole lot else to really talk about. Um, Tony Gibson is in my starting lineup this week. Been kind of waiting around for that breakout game. Um, he, we'll see he if that. He definitely showed up. Let's, uh, especially against Baltimore. Let's talk about real quick how you picked, I picked up the Broncos D and you picked up the Jets D and they both just hardly did anything for us. <laughs> That's all I needed, man. I just <laughs> needed a little bit. <laughs> That's all I was going for. <laughs> I was very happy with seven points. Very happy. Uh, how many? What did the Patriots get? Did they outplay that, or uh, they Patriots, got five? Patriots so five. Oh, yeah, I made I mean, the yeah, you made a smart decision there. Made the better decision. All right, Antoine and Logan. This is matchup of the week last week in a barn burner, one forty two to one forty five. I'm not doing the decimals. Um, <laughs> no, I know he hates saying them, but I'm not doing it. Uh, just a just a shootout. I mean, George Kittle showing up, thirty two. Another one that came straight down through Monday Night Football. Yeah, man. These these there have been some close matchups this year. I mean, there's been it's been some hard feelings, but <laughs> it's been awesome to watch. I find myself not even caring about my own team and following like some of these other closer ones yeah. for these later games. Um, but highlights here, Melvin Gordon ma- making a, making a standout appearance with 24 points, um, 107 yards. So Logan I made guess the that's... right call on, on, uh, on Tyler Boyd made the wrong call on AJ Green, but I will give the man credit. He stuck to his word. Mr. AJ Green is looking for a job this week on fantasy rosters. It's an interesting thing to drop AJ Green, but I don't blame him. I mean, you don't want to start him. You can't trade him. What do you like? Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not gonna. Pick. I, I know Green you, is and, you and about, I talked about, about it. Done. Oh, sorry, Jordan. Go oh, ahead. that's right. Good. I know you and I talked about that the other night, McKenzie. Whenever I had mentioned to you that he was really down on AJ Green, and we both kind of had the consensus of like maybe holding on to him to see if you could get anything better you know, out of a trade for him. But at the same time, man, I just really don't know if I could bring myself to sit on someone like that who is – I mean, he, he is boom or bust. And we've not seen a boom at all. <laughs> yeah, and he might do do some good sitting on the waivers and just drop a bomb on somebody's team. Yeah. Uh, including myself. I'm, I'm prone to saying I'm not going to pick someone up on a podcast and then pick them up at five minutes later. So we'll see <laughs> if AJ Green makes it to my team later tonight. Um, but – uh, yeah, I, I know he's got to be happy about Singletary finally showing up. Yeah, for sure. Antoine, um, Antoine showed out this week with his team, making a comeback. Um, and I guess you know, I guess we'll do a little thing out of order. So I'll go ahead and do this. Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. And so giving that to Antoine this week just for bringing the Frankenstein team back to <laughs> life. Say, this is held together by duct tape. Like, this is yeah, just a, <laughs> But it works. I'm scared I mean, when his players actually come back. He always makes a comment of, like, I literally don't have anyone else to start. And he's not joking. Like, his no. bench is he had <laughs> just seven, He had eight points his on his bench. bench. Looks like an infirmary Between two people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Debo probably shouldn't have played, but he did. He had, he had one carry and 10 yards, three catches, um, and no one else on his team played. Uh, you know, um, Christian McCaffrey's going to be coming back soon. He made the pivot from Cam Newton to Matt Stafford because of Cam being on the COVID list. I don't know if he was planning to do that anyway, but uh, honestly, the worst part of his team right now, when you look at this, is Naheem Hines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. The $72 mistake. man himself. Yeah, the $72 man who will probably be back on waivers as soon as Christian McCaffrey comes back. So uh, the big, you know, from from Bonehead to the man, 
making a comeback. You're still one and three though, so not a whole lot. Not really a whole lot to brag about. There. The fact that George Kittle went 15 for 15 for 163 yards. Oh, it's stupid. That's very, insane, man. That's very silly. Like yeah. 163 yards through the air, and he only had one touchdown. He also had a carry for yeah, one, almost 10 yards. For eight yards. <laughs> could could you imagine what that score would have looked like with like two touchdowns on there? Like you know, a a big George Kittle day, like where he gets multiple TDs. Yeah, he would have had like 41. Yeah, had like 41 points. Yeah, he he was their offense that day. Yeah. Um, all right. Not else much to say here. Uh, moving on to you, Colton. We got, we got the two here. We've already had some talk about it earlier. This was, uh, another really close one, but, uh, Colton kind of coming down to a nail biter with Aaron Jones in the green Bay game. Um, and then looking on down to the bench, we've got, boy, have you lost your mind? Cause I'll help you find it. and not even and we said it before not even like not a bad play like no one in their right mind is going to choose to play robert tanyan over who calvin ridley what was your over calvin ridley who would actually do that but you were gonna do it i was gonna do it because he he was the (laughs) only insurance policy for a monday night game I'm like, I'm trying to find people that I can leave Ridley. I, I moved Ridley out of the wide receiver spot, put him down in the flex like any responsible person would do. And I'm like, all right, I got to find somebody that could get me some points on a Monday night if Ridley decides that he cannot play. And I'm like, oh, Green Bay's tied in. That's easy enough. I heard Robert Tanyan's name a couple of times last year. Surely, you know, with Devontae Adams gone, he'll catch something. Well, he caught something. Three of them. He caught three of them for 98 yards. Actually, he caught six of them with three touchdowns and 98 yards. Yeah, he caught three big ones. He he caught everything that came his way and racked up the points to prove it. Yeah. Hats off to the dude. I'm, you know, hey, cool, great performance. Come out, put the team on your back. Let Aaron Rodgers do whatever he wants to do with the run game and the pass game. Cool, whatever. So that's that's why it's going to you this week because it was potential to be play of the year and you let everyone down. I let everybody with, down uh, on play of the year. So Jake Lawrence is sitting over there just like I I, I, I I couldn't imagine what you would have honestly been thinking if you looked at my lineup <laughs> and you saw that Calvin Ridley was sitting on the bench and Robert Tanyan was in his place. You would have just been like, oh, yeah, I got this game in the bag. Yeah. And then 30.8 points show up, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> what? Yeah. I, uh, I'm glad I got a win because starting one and three just doesn't feel very good. And I, I, I still like my team. If you look back, like, I barely won week one, and I barely lost week two, barely lost week three. So it's like I'm almost – I'm kind of like Colton in the sense that my team's not doing terrible. I'm just not winning games. I'm not scoring as high as he is. So it feels good to win one. Like, I, I don't want to drop anybody on my team, but they've just, they just been underperforming. Luckily, Mixon finally showed up. I had – I fielded thousands, literally thousands of offers – from Antoine and Luke for Joe Mixon. <laughs> and I turned them all down because Antoine was just saying, you know, he's not. I mean, and Antoine's it, offering you guys that are like fourth string, you know. They, they just didn't see the value in Mixon, and I did. Uh, Austin did offer me Todd Gurley, and I was pretty close to taking that, but I'm glad I didn't. Um, so I'm glad to finally see he, he did something. Now, Kenyon Drake could show up sooner or later. Yeah. What were what were some of those offers? What's your what's your value on Joe Mixon? I mean, I don't even remember. I'd have I was trying to find now, if I could. It's Christian McCaffrey. Let me see if I can find real quick. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll take CMC if I have to. <laughs> if, if I have to, if I have to. <laughs> don't make me do it. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I can't see him. I can only see the ones I proposed that were rejected. I don't. I really don't remember. Maybe if I look at his team, but they just they were just I don't know like. Mixon hadn't been doing that good, but I knew he was going to be doing better than what they were giving me. 
I think like Crowder might have been involved in a trade. Maybe Zach Ertz was involved in one of those trades off the top of my head. That's about were it. You, like, were you thinking about the Todd Gurley trade? Was I was thinking about mind? the Todd Gurley trade, and I actually left. I let that one sit for about a day as I pondered, <clears throat> and then I think it was Thursday. I, I declined it, and uh, I was close though because Todd Gurley has not been doing you know off the wall good, but he's at least been kind of consistent. Yeah. Um, Joe Mixon was good at the end of the season. Um, just trying to right. trying to gauge gauge your value on him there. Yeah. Would you rather would you rather have Joe Mixon or Clyde Edwards Alaire on your team? Probably Alaire because he comes with a better offense. So I feel like he'll have much better opportunity to yeah. like score and stuff. But yeah. I think the Bengals' offense is coming together. They had they had some rust too. and they had yeah. to you get Burrow kind of acclimated to the NFL way of life, but. I think it's it's starting to improve. Dude, yeah. he's I, if if you can say one thing about that dude, he will he will stand in the pocket and take a freaking hit. Like that that game where he threw sixty three mm. passes, he got absolutely walloped so many times. Bounce right back up, line up, let's do it again. Like I mean, I, dude, dude's got heart. If you if you yeah. willingly put yourself out there with the Bengals offense in front of you, and continually get back up, they they will eventually pull something together. I don't know if they're going to be you know the next comeback kids, but they will eventually get better than what they are. Yeah, it's that he's fun to watch for sure. Um, all right, let's move it on to Jay Bell and Forrest. Far Forrest. I mean this. <laughs> His team um, also falling apart. Yeah. Um, what well, wasn't he in such bad shape last week that he actually left somebody in that wasn't even like, uh, I, like there there was no way he was going to win, and I think he just left somebody in that didn't even play. I mean, his bench just he got no points on the bench. The literally zeros across the board. His 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 team has gotten hit with the. With the hurts, I, I think it got hit with a bad draft. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know from the get-go here because he's not had that many trades i mean so this is a lot of i mean he's picked up some guys off the a lot quite a few off the waivers but i don't even remember i don't know i don't know what he was thinking in the draft day but i don't remember, uh, how, many, I don't remember how many beards he had hey he's he's still two and two i mean he's not true, honestly yeah. his team is rough and his record is not that bad so i mean there's yeah. There. I, mean, I can't make fun of him for record because he's right. the same as I am. Look I mean, at Forrest team, look at Colton's. They're the same record. Right. <laughs> Julio Jones has been fighting that injury, so that's rough on him. But yeah. Um I do. I mean I like some of his players. I thought he's only getting probably one more week out of Mike Davis. Yeah. You know, it's it's man. Yeah, and that's that's time. the sad thing about these dudes that fill in for spots and come in and do great is that whenever that starter comes back, it's just like they go back to being completely irrelevant. Yeah. Right. Uh, Scary Harry's words, other side of the ball. OBJ, welcome back to football. Yeah. 30, 35 points. He was just That's like just the, on, best, the best day that OBJ's had since like – He was on early. fire. He went super Saiyan, lightning all around him. He was it's just amazing and – Caught a pass from Jarvis Landry. Um, I don't. I don't know where this came from. I guess this is. I don't think. I don't even think this is like ceiling for OBJ. Like I think this is just a. Yeah, this is a this is outlier. Is what this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a player receivers against Dallas from here on out. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I honestly thought that Dallas's defense was better than that. Like I really did. I mean, they're so bad. Going, going into this year, if you would have told me that Dallas would have let the Browns put up 49 points on them on offense, I would have just, like, I, even not being a Cowboys fan, I would have sided with Luke and just called you crazy. It's Yeah, it's like play your receivers against Dallas, but also play your Dallas receivers because they're yeah. pretty much playing from behind from the get-go, so Dak is just he's yeah. just throwing like crazy to all Dak, different Dak receivers. Dak is having an absolutely obscene time out there throwing the ball. And his receivers are doing great. It's same Dak Prescott you saw last year, like throwing for four hundred yards a game. They've kind of got that Chiefs syndrome that they used to have, where the defense is awful and the offense is on fire, which is fantastic for fantasy 
because yeah. the offense is always on the field. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if you guys ever watch uh, Get Up with Mike Greenberg, but one morning this past week, he spent like 10 minutes just roasting the Cowboys, just the whole organization. And just, it was, uh, it was something else. And mainly, and talking a lot about their defense and defensive coach. And uh, it's a good time. But um, J Bell's team is on fire. Got lucky with Chris Carson. Um, over Carlos Hyde, wasn't it like game time? They just like threw him in there, and Carlos mm-hmm. Hyde was out, and Chris Carson rolls up with twenty three points, sixteen carries, and eighty yards, two touchdowns. Yep, yeah, that's it's really surprising too because he was hurt throughout the week, and yeah, I mean everybody's throwing Fab down on Hyde, and he didn't even get to play. But so yeah, lucky break with that. Yeah, crazy thing is, J Bell could have had even. Yeah, he's been a he's been a two time Diggy recipient, hasn't he? Yeah, back to back. Well, eighteen and nineteen Diggy boy. I don't think it's happening this year. I don't he'll think get it's to, happening in twenty. I think twenty's the year of the J Bill. He he'll get to pass that thing off for sure, and he might acquire something else in the process. Um, all right, last one here. We've got Diggins versus Luke. Uh, Diggins pretty much. Was he complaining this week about if he was going to lose? Was that another? Was this another Diggins voodoo week? Diggins complaining <laughs> about so. he's going to lose at the beginning, of, just like he's doing right now, actively in our chat. I haven't been paying attention to what he's saying, but <laughs> he said, so Scott Miller can go ahead and get worst play of the week. This guy goes from leading the team in yards to not having a target. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know, man. Here you go. Boy, have you lost your mind? Cause I'll help you find yes. it. <laughs> there's, there's a little preemptive one for you, Diggins. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, I mean, his team is fine. I mean, Miles Sanders, a little, you know, you know, Brandon Cooks. Uh, ah, yeah, I'm not. Brandon I've not Cooks been high on Brandon Cooks. But I mean, I think that he's. I think he's working his way around that. You know, he's he's Galladay's back. Um, you know, if he can find another solid running back, uh, maybe when Mostert comes back. You know, Lev Bell is playing this week. Uh, it's it's going to be all right. Even whenever Diggins played me in week two, the dude scored a hundred and sixty-three points. <laughs> Like, and he, and he's Again, the highest scoring, the high scoring person in the league against yeah. you. Um, is there anything to say about Luke's team? I mean, other than I wish yeah. I'd taken Russell Wilson. Yeah. Instead Russ, of Russell. I mean, Kyler Murray's been good too, but Wilson's just been going crazy. Mister Unlimited. Yeah. Other than that, though, <laughs> I mean, it sucks that Eckler got hurt, but at least now he has Josh Kelly kind of to back that up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Devontae Parker. I tried really hard to trade him Lamb for Parker because he was wanting that from Colton. Literally the same deal, and he wouldn't take it from me. But, hey, Lamb looked really good Sunday, so I'm yeah. okay with it. I mean, so did Devontae Parker, honestly. I think yeah. Devontae Parker is basically that offense. Um, yeah. uh, what sucks is that he also has Miles Gaskin on his team, um, which, I mean, if, if you he's starting running back, so sure. But uh, – yeah, man. Running backs this year are slim pickings. Yes, they are. All right. Well, let's move it on to our matchups. Week four is over with. We're moving on to week five. We have had some winners. We've had some losers. I don't know if I can make that joke again because I don't remember the song. But um, let's see. I heard a noise. What noise? That was uh, my Discord disconnecting. Oh, that's fine. Not a big deal. All right, winners and losers. What's the next line to that song, Colson? Uh, I don't remember. If Logan was here, he could have gave it to you word for word. But I, well, I that is... well, you, you need to get that sound bite though for that for that segment. That's so a great idea. So it just plays the uh, yeah the lyric. Just not actually. I'd have to only do it for like 
five seconds or so because if not the whole podcast would get taken down <laughs> we, also, right. we also need to do the one that that i texted you about yeah i haven't i, I need to work on getting that one that one's really funny too Dude, i want to get that the one, that one for the trade pickup of the week or not trade pickup but the waiver pickup of the week yeah i also want to get the one that diggins always says the hell no <laughs> <laughs> all right well i don't know what's wrong with my discord so i'm just gonna leave it alone it will not open right, back you're up, fine so. it's not it's not a big deal we're gonna no, roll with it the way it is no worries we're we're all good in the in the sounds here all right well let's get into matchups this week let me fix this sound and we will play some dramatic music all right coming up for week five matchups going to talk about Antoine versus Forrest and uh, I guess I guess I'm just all about Antoine this week because I think that he's taking the win over Forrest um, let's see here so um, his team is coming back to life the Frankenstein team but honestly it's really doesn't have a whole lot to do with Antoine's team it's just the fact that he's playing Forrest and Forrest hasn't scored over 100 points in three weeks so there's the there's the obvious win there all right, so next up is Jordan and Colton. You can go. Okay, I'll go ahead and do uh, J-Bell versus Diggins this week. I'm going to go with J-Bell. He's going to go 5-0 and to start the season. Uh, just get running down the roster. I think Diggins has the uh, advantage at quarterback with Prescott over Watson. But running backs, J-Bell's got it with Hilarion Jacobs over Sanders and Gurley. Wide receivers. I like Amari Cooper a lot, but Lockett, Diggs, and Fuller as the flex for Jay Bell, I think, is going to beat out uh, Diggins' wide receiver core. He, again, like we mentioned, has started Scotty Miller, who has done uh, nothing. He's probably going to lay a goose egg at this rate for uh, tonight's game. Uh, tight end, I do like Waller better, but I don't, I don't think it'll be enough to overcome anything for him to get a win. I don't like Le'Veon Bell at all. Chris Carson, as Jay Bell's other flex, is going to be really solid, I think. So defense will be whatever it is. Um Oh, actually, you know, looking now, he's going to trade out Watson for Mahomes. So, j might even have the advantage at quarterback with Mahomes over Prescott. So, yeah, I think j has got an – yeah, I think he just got in the bag this week. So, sorry, Diggins. All right. I will be doing Mr. 0-4 versus Mr. 4-0. Kenzie versus Luke for this week. <clears throat> and – uh I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to down on Logan. He's already down enough on his team as it is. Looking across side to side here, from team to team, there is not really a single person that outweighs the potential on Logan's team versus what your team is, McKenzie. Um, I think it is very apparent that you will also be one to go five and zero this week. I think Logan's team will show up, but I do not think that it will be enough to compete with with the pillow fighters this week plain jane sweet and simple as long as lamar Whoa. jackson plays oh he's playing I, no... I know I, I did read something today that said he is he had a tummy ache today to play. oh that tummy ache will get you <laughs> poor tummy ache you hate to see it and yeah but so just, just last... matchup versus matchup I, even even with him having Thielen and you having jefferson I think Jefferson stands a bigger chance at getting more points than what Thielen does actually needing his projection. Just my opinion on that. But I, I definitely don't see anything that would indicate Logan to knock you off at 4-0 or knock you out of going 5-0. Yeah. So our last one here, we've got Luke versus Jay Clark here. Um, I think that... Right now, you know, we've got the, we've got the Thursday night bias. Mike Evans putting up some points uh, with a little bit of game left. It might be close. I'm going to go with uh, Jordan just for a quick answer here. Just just looking at looking at Luke's team across the board. Very close projection on this one. Yeah, and no, I don't <clears throat> I don't like being projected to win because I think almost I think every time I was projected to win, I've lost, and every time I was projected to lose, I've won. So I'm projected to beat him right now, so that just means I'll have the worst week so far and lose. <laughs> Keep up the energy, Jake Hart. Keep up the energy. It's, uh, it's like a good it. deductive reasoning there. And I guess we uh, won't see you for like another two or three weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll I'll be back on a win. Yeah. Um, 
All right, well, that's all for those matchups. We have got our matchup of the week left, and that is Colton versus Hayden. Uh, Colton versus Scary Harry himself. So let's take a look at this one coming up. There's no Thursday night bias for this one. And as of right now, Colton is predicted 132 over 119 from Hayden. Um, Hayden's over here picking up my leftovers. Got rid of Joe Burrow last week. Now Hayden's got him. Big thing is if Derrick Henry plays and if Josh Allen plays. (laughs) Me and Hayden both may be scrambling for uh, a position come Tuesday at 6 p.m. Maybe so. Um, or, or, or we may be utilizing the system that we that we discussed. I don't see any bills here. Let's take a look. Uh, man, I just I don't know if I'm just a Sammy Watkins hater because he has burned me in the past, but I just take a look down and I scroll at the players and I see Sammy Watkins' name down there, and I just I just kind of cringe a little bit. I just don't. Uh, I have a Sammy Watkins aversion um, in fantasy football. The one thing that confuses me the most about Sammy Watkins is why his projections are always so high and Miko Hardman's are always so low. Like, I, I understand think, Hardman I think, is probably a little bit more of like a boomer bust kind of deal. Yeah. Watkins gets targeted more, I think, also. Than way Hardman. more than Hardman. And Hardman might get two a game. I, I have an aversion to Watkins as well, but he does. I mean, he could easily have a game where he gets 12 points. Um yeah. It's just the Chiefs is so, you know. That, that is the problem with the Chiefs is there are too many mouths to feed there. And this is a this is a rival uh, division matchup, and so, you know, tensions will be high. Uh, this is – I don't think this game is at Arrowhead. I think this is at the freaking Roomba Stadium or whatever uh, is, is in Vegas now. Yeah, it, it is at – wait, no. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. I, I totally, totally went blank. Ignore where I was going. All right. Well, that was a thought that was complete that did not finish. So I guess I guess we'll never I know. I was looking at the wrong player, thinking about the <laughs> right game. Uh, oh, we've got some uh, some Diggins voodoo over here at the top yeah. with the mas- mascot play. I like yeah. that. Um, but, but. The, these two wide receivers on Hayden's team, I think, are are the make-or-break players. If they have good games, I think that Hayden has a chance to win because um, – and everyone else just kind of has a consistent game. Um, I, I think – I honestly think that there's potential for him to beat you, Colton, but it is going to – I I say that. I think it might be a lot closer than what – Sleeper says yeah. it's going to oh, be. I, I, I 100% agree with that. I, I think Hayden's team every week, except for last week, whenever he had the obvious injuries take place and so on and so forth with that. But I think any normal week under given circumstances, Hayden's team also has a chance to produce big numbers. I mean, so far my team has been producing big numbers up until last week, but, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see if I can get back to my friend. I'm hoping I can. So, um, <clears throat> and then Colton on your side, uh, James White, has he, I mean, has he been, is he a new acquisition for you? No, I, I have had James White since draft. Um, the reason yeah. he is in there is because uh, Aaron Jones is on bye this week. That's what I'm looking at. That's different. Yeah. Okay, I, so I have I have three Green Bay Packers on my bench. First of the bye weeks with buys. began. Well, not counting Tennessee Titans or the Titans right. and Steelers game last week. So you're taking a hit there from that. So that that weakens you a little bit. But um, I'm playing more wide receivers than what I want to, because ideally I would not be playing. Jarvis Landry. Well, let me tell you what I would do. I would honestly play Latavius Murray over Jarvis Landry. I think See, Murray has some good upside. Part, part of me wants to do that. And I've juggled it back and forth. Just after seeing what Latavius Murray did last and week. And how are you not going to – oh, never mind. Green Bay, Tanyan's on by. I was say, how are you not going to play him after that monstrous week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the bad part is freaking Mark Andrews hurt his thigh this week during <laughs> practice. Oh, man. 
I got a couple of tight ends I can trade you. <laughs> See if we can make some. Actually, I may not. If Titans don't play, I need I need my other one. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't. Latavius Murray over Jarvis Landry is a tough call. I mean, Landry has just he's not been what I expected him to be last year. I know he had hip surgery in the off season, and you know, coming back from that has kind of been a, an uphill battle, but. He just – he doesn't look the same as what he did last year. Like, last year he looked better than OBJ. He was way more consistent. Seemed like he had a way better connection with Baker. And this year it's kind of like no wide receiver from the Browns is is stable, and it's been all about the run game. Yeah. It, I don't know, man. I mean, Jarvis That's, Landry's only points last week basically came from him throwing a touchdown. That's what I was going to say. He's not going to throw a touchdown every no. week. I mean, he got he got one t- he got he had one one throw for thirty seven yards and a TD, and that counted as the equivalent of him scoring a touchdown from thirty seven yards out. And then he had like three or four catches that equated yeah. to another thirty or forty yards, something like that. It, it wasn't a very good day. You do have DK Metcalf, who has been solid. Solid uh, as a rock. Top, probably a better wide receiver than than Lockett. I know he was at least last week. Um, Riley Anderson's he was been missing a touchdown last week. DK did. This was like his first week that he had not had a touchdown, but he still went over a hundred yards again. Yeah, he's at over. He's at at least seventeen points for three straight weeks, except yeah. for last week. Um, but you know. And that's great, but then you know you've got the recent, uh, recent trade from David Johnson and OBJ over here. Um, I think David Johnson might have a solid week against Jacksonville, or at least get ten points from Jackson out of Jacksonville, which is you know what you're going to need. Um, again, I think it's coming down to those two wide receivers on Hayden's team, yeah, because I think that your team is going to perform as expected, but he's going to need those two to. Uh, Darius Slayton and Sammy Watkins to make something happen. Yeah, yeah. They they if they come out and they lay goose eggs or below nine or ten points, I think I will be okay. It just it it also depends on Ridley for me too. Like if if Ridley can't go this week, you know I, I trusted him last week on being good, and we saw where that got me. So and he's got another injury designation this week. It's not just his ankle anymore. So I, I yeah. don't know, man. I, the, the the injury bug has caught up to me on a on a very key crucial player here. So we'll see. Yeah. So. Um. All right. Well, let's to... let's pick some pick some pick some winners here, Jordan. Who do you think? Who do you think is coming away? Uh, I think. Uh, well, it's tough. I think Colton will scrape by on this one. Like you said, I think it's going to be closer than it's projected to be. But I think Colton's team, quarterback, is stronger. Running back, I like Hayden's running backs a lot, but I think Kamara can almost make up for the insufficiency of James White there because James White will probably get you nine or ten points like he always does. And that's that's what I'm hoping for. If, if yeah. he will give me the signature James White nine points, I'll call it a good day. Um, the only player you're starting that I'm not crazy about is Landry. But I mean, if you even if you did put Murray in, it's not gonna. Yeah. I think they'll be pretty close. Um, so yeah, I mean, if your team does as well as they've been doing, I think you got it. Because on Hayden's side, he has some solid players now, a lot better than when he drafted. Um, I not uh, Michael Gallup's been kind of like the Cowboys are having the Chiefs issues with all those receivers now. Yeah. And then Darius Slayton, he's good, but freaking uh, Daniel Jones has just yeah. been. That's not good this year. That's yeah. one of those deals yeah. that goes back to a good player on a bad team. Yeah. And you, you so can, yeah, you can I'm going with Colton. So much. Right. So you're going with Colton. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Hayden. I'm gonna go with the underdog, and with hope that, like I said, that they'll perform there, in that way. But Colton, what about yourself? What do you think is happening here? Go with your go with your gut. Well, I'm gonna go with my gut, and I'm gonna try to keep my confidence level high. Keep the keep the energy flowing, you know the old the old big PP energy, as 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 what the as what the kids would say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna side with myself and I'm gonna go with a win here. 
and I'm going to go against the Diggins voodoo that Hayden's trying to put on me, telling me GG before the Thursday night games even start. And so is that is that what the remedy is for Diggins Voodoo? Is big peepee energy? Big peepee energy knocks out Diggins Voodoo. It's uh, it's like called big diggy energy in this league. <laughs> big diggy, big diggy energy. <laughs> you got you got you got little big diggy energy whenever you try putting the voodoo on somebody, and you bring out the big diggy energy. That's the uh, that that's the podcast title for you, McKenzie. Big diggy energy. Or <laughs> just uh, BDD for short. I'll take it. BDD. Oh no, we're going, we're going all out. Um, all right. Well, that's a, that's a wrap then on that matchup. So we'll see. Um, I have, I have not been keeping track of these on if we're right or wrong with what we say. And like I said before, I wish we had some higher stakes for actually making these bets, but, uh, we don't have a recap or anything. So I don't even know if we've been right. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, all right. So, Week four, week five predictions. Final thoughts on these past week. This past week, what do you guys got? COVID sucks. Agreed. <laughs> 2020. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, but um, the the words of our great president. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> That's right. All right. Colton, do you got anything? No, sir. All right. Time, well, time to that, move on to week five. Moving on. Here we go. And all right. That's going to do it. That'll do it for us, for me, for Colton, and for Jordan. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Later. <laughs>